Welcome to Stop Christian Nationalism, a podcast that keeps watch over the destructive actions of Christian nationalist politicians and responds to their violence and hate with something different. We respond with information. The thing is that Christian nationalists just don't trust people. They believe that human beings are inherently wicked and nasty. They preach that the best way to live is in constant effort to squash humanity down, to put humanity into a cage and refuse to allow it to see the light of day because humanity is evil. That's what they believe. All of this suffering and submission is done, Christian nationalists tell us, in the service of the very same supernatural spirit that created human beings as flawed and wicked in the first place. Well, you know, that doesn't make sense to me, but it does go a long way toward explaining why Christian nationalists are so obsessed with hate and with making the federal government as cruel, as stingy, and as controlling as possible. In the ideology of Christian nationalism, freedom is an evil thing, and human beings exist for no other reason than to be punished for defying the authority of the Christian God. Christian nationalists follow a theology that teaches that every single human being who has ever existed and will ever exist is inherently a rotten, awful thing that never should have been. And all of that is just as the all-powerful, all-wise Christian God wanted it to be. And we should be grateful for that. You know, that makes no sense. Yeah, it's twisted. But the thing is that we cannot convince Christian nationalists to give up these kinds of ideas just by pointing out the illogical nature of it. Because Christian nationalists are emotionally attached to having a relationship with an authoritarian who created an entire universe for no other point than to make it painful. So what can we do? What we can do is to make it evident to other people that this nasty Christian nationalist ideology is not the only option out there. We don't just have a choice about whether to follow Christian nationalism or to be empty of belief and structure in our lives. No. So we can be plain spoken about that, about our rejection of Christian nationalism, and we can show that it's possible for people to live in other ways. There are so many of them. There are kids right now, children being raised in Christian nationalist households who are living lives of suffering and fear. It's important that they know that life doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, in order to share that with them, we don't have to proselytize with them. All we have to do is be who we are 
as people who are not Christian nationalists. Be public about it. Be unafraid. And show them, by our example, what is possible. Those of us who want to stop Christian nationalism, we don't want to prohibit Christianity. We don't want to create a liberal, secular dictatorship. We simply want to have a democracy that is truly neutral when it comes to matters of religion, in which no religion is given any special privileges or promotion over any other religion, and in which religion in general is not promoted over lack of religion. We want an America in which the government stays completely out of matters of religion and allows individual Americans to make up their own minds about what to believe and what not to believe. And that's just not the kind of America that Christian nationalists want. Christian nationalism doesn't want a government that is a neutral ground, that allows everybody, Christian and non-Christian, to coexist as equals. Christian nationalism seeks a dictatorship that forces Christianity upon people. And, you know, I know that sounds extreme. It is extreme. But you shouldn't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christian nationalists say themselves. Listen to the following words from Christian nationalist Nick Fuentes as he's talking after the uh, 2022 midterm election loss that Christian nationalism uh, did not do so well in, showing that Christian nationalism does not have majority support across America. you got to recognize the fact that this is a godless country. I hate it. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's heinous. It's evil. But this is an evil country. And this country will surprise you with how evil it is. And that's why you've got to get this out of your head that there is some silent majority cavalry that's going to come out of the woods and save us at the last minute. It's not. When we meet the left on the battlefield and they outnumber us like five to one, that's it. But the point is, when you look at these things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion. Hate it, but it's true. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Abortion's popular. Sodomy is popular. You know, being gay is popular. Being a feminist is popular. Sex out of wedlock is popular. Contraceptives are popular. It's all popular. That's all. That's not to say it's good. That's not to say I like that. Popular means the people support it, which they do. And uh, and it sucks and it is what it is, but that's why we need uh, dictatorship. <laughs> that's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to take control of the media or take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe or force them to play by our rules and reshape the society. Do you remember what I said about Christian nationalists believing that people are just inherently evil just for being human beings? That's what you just heard this Christian nationalist talk about. He's talking about how the United States of America is evil. How it's evil. I mean, evil is a really strong word. You can say that the United States is mistaken about some things. It's made mistakes. It's done things that have not been right, some things that have been wrong. But that's really different than this idea of evil. Evil is this idea that a thing is so wrong that it's in its nature just wicked and 
irredeemable. Nick Fuentes begins with Nazi ideology in this statement. He's supposing that there's this secret Jewish conspiracy that's behind everything that he doesn't like in the world. That's the same kind of idea that Adolf Hitler and his buddies used as an excuse to begin World War II and the terrible concentration camps of the Holocaust. Well, of course, Fuentes doesn't just stop with Nazi ideology. He then decides that government in America should not follow the will of the people. Another Nazi idea, although it's not unique to the Nazis. So many kinds of dictatorships, a lot of them religious. He's deciding that government should not follow the will of the people, but should be taken over in a dictatorship that ends freedom of the press, ends freedom of speech, and ends freedom of religion in order to force all Americans to obey the harsh, unforgiving beliefs of Christianity. And Nick Fuentes is not alone in this. He's not some outlier within Christian nationalist circles. Christian nationalism perceives democracy as a kind of sinful disobedience, a human arrogance that defies the authority of Christian preachers, Christian churches, and the Christian God. Christian nationalist Vincent James quickly went online to support that statement that you just heard from Fuentes, and here is what Vincent James said. As far as forcing people to believe what we believe, yes, I completely agree. When Nick says in that clip that was posted by Right Wing Watch that we need basically a dictatorship, yes, I agree. Yes, ban the gay flag in schools. Yes, ban teaching of gender ideology or gender identity or gender expression in schools. Yes, ban the gay straight alliance and other groups just like them from operating in schools. Yes, ban LGBTQ plus pro pedophile groups from operating in schools. Completely do away with the entire curriculum that is in place within red state schools and create a brand new curriculum. Create a curriculum that is pro-God. Fuck what they say about the separation of church and state. You shouldn't give a shit about that because that's something that they got control of back in the 1960s. There were two Supreme Court rulings on, by the way, both of them were uh, Jewish Americans who brought these cases to the Supreme Court. Uh, That was something that was done back then. Fuck what they say, fuck their rules. They say, fuck your rules. How about we start to say, no, fuck your rules. And we start to make our schools, public schools, private schools, doesn't matter, pro-God, pro-Christian, pro-conservative, rewrite the entire curriculum, make all new books, make all new reading lists, and we start to force society into believing what we believe. Before we consider the heart of what Vincent James wants to do to America, let's get one thing straight about what he just said. There are no LGBTQ pro-pedophile groups operating in American schools. In suggesting that such a thing exists, Vincent James is creating a straw man opponent that is easy to defeat because it's so ridiculously odious. I mean, who could be in favor of pro-pedophile groups? 
but this isn't a real thing. Not with LGBTQ plus groups, at least. Vincent James created a fake opponent to argue against that opponent because he knows that he can't argue against the real people who are out there, the real gays, lesbians, bisexuals, queers, and all the other people in that community. Because they're not monsters. They're not pro-pedophile. He's created a straw man to argue against because he knows that his proposal, the destruction of the current educational system in America, it's not reasonably justifiable. You could talk about some reforms and ways to make it better. Oh, of course you can. But just destroying it, ripping it out, and putting in a Christian nationalist curriculum instead? Well, that's only going to be justifiable if you have a stark choice between pedophilia on one side and Christian nationalism on the other. That's how bad an idea he knows Christian nationalist education is. Christian education does not have a good reputation in America for a reason. Christian nationalist schools tend to be run very poorly. There's a lot of corruption going on. Actually, it's in private Christian schools that there's a lot of sexual abuse of children going on. There are no pro-LGBTQ groups operating in American public schools that support pedophilia. There simply are not. The largest organizations with a history of pedophilia that are trying to infiltrate their way into public schools come from the Christian religious private schools, from the Christian churches, especially the Southern Baptist Convention and the Roman Catholic Church. It's just wildly ironic that Christian nationalists feel that they have a leg to stand on, on the issue of pedophilia. We know that a hugely disproportionate amount of sexual abuse of children comes from Christian churches. All right. But even putting that aside, Vincent James makes it really clear what he and other Christian nationalists uh, really want to do in terms of the public school system. He um, isn't really just talking about uh, a public school system in which children are not taught about gender issues or where, where the schools are just neutral about that. Um, he's not just talking about that. He explicitly says, Vincent James says that he wants to create a Christian nationalist public school curriculum that is so extreme that it will have to replace even the already strongly pro-Christian curriculum in place in Republican red state public schools, where Christian nationalists have already made inroads. Vincent James wants to create what he calls pro-God public schools, and to go beyond that, to replace American democracy with a pro-Christian dictatorship across the United States at all levels of government to force all Americans to convert to Christianity. He even sneaks in, just like Nick Fuentes, a little bit of Nazi anti-Semitism in there to let his listeners know exactly what kind of dictatorship he wants to see installed in America. Essentially, in this Christian nationalist dictatorship, the government exists 
not really to take care of practical needs, uh, roads, bridges, um, helping old people get medical care and uh, affordable retirement, you know, stuff like that, keeping our environment clean. No, instead, the government would just kind of put all that off to the side and make its main focus converting everybody to Christianity. Just think about the waste of that economically for that to be the main thing that the government is doing. But Vincent James dreams of an America in which the old history books are going to be banned and new books are going to be written to replace them with a revisionist pro-Christian version of fake history where that's all that's left for people to read, so that new generations of Americans won't even realize that the United States was ever anything other than a Christian dictatorship. That's kind of scary, I think. And, you know, recently we've had some cause for hope with the election. But, you know, the thing is, if you hoped that the struggle against Christian nationalism was one with the thwarting of the Republican red wave in the uh, 2022 midterm elections, well, there's some news this week that really should bring you back down to earth. After a long effort to count all the votes in Colorado's 3rd Congressional District, Christian nationalist politician Lauren Boebert, she's the one who says that the government needs to just listen to the churches and that separation of church and state should go away. She has narrowly won re-election, very narrowly, but she has won re-election to the United States House of Representatives. Now, here's the thing that's going on in Colorado this week as well. You might have heard about this. Lauren Boebert does not represent the city of Colorado Springs, but the border of her congressional district is just a few miles to the south and west of that city. And it was in Colorado Springs this weekend that a man carrying two guns walked into a gay club and began shooting people. And there were some heroic people who overpowered him, but before they could do that, he murdered five people and he injured 25 others. Police have evidence that the murders were committed because the victims were gay. This was not just a random act of violence. And you know something? For the last two years that she has been in Congress, Lauren Boebert has been promoting extremist gun culture and hatred of LGBTQ plus Americans. She has also been promoting Christian nationalism. Now, in response to the mass gun violence against LGBTQ citizens in Colorado City this week, or Colorado Springs, Lauren Boebert is unwilling to do anything, she says, but offer prayers. Offering prayers from the same Christian nationalist religion that is so pro-gun and anti-gay, hating gay people, she's offering from that religion prayers for the friends and family of the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer people who were murdered and assaulted, people who are suffering from gunshot wounds. That's an insult, not compassion. 
Also this week, further to the east, another Christian nationalist plot was uncovered, this one in time for police to stop it. Two men possessing explosives, guns, and armbands that featured the Nazi swastika symbol were arrested after police discovered their plans to engage in physical terrorist violence against Jewish religious organizations. At the same time, graffiti in Montgomery County, Maryland, included swastikas and images of people hanging from nooses along with the phrase, quote, no mercy for Jews, unquote. Christian nationalist violence, like this, does not come from nowhere. It's being encouraged by Christian nationalist politicians, like Lauren Boebert, like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, like Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Christian nationalist violence is being promoted by radical Christian preachers in Christian churches, too. Preachers like Bill Grady and Julie Green, who calls herself a prophet. Every week, Christian nationalist leaders continue to tell their followers to commit acts of violence against non-Christians, against gay people. And they have a direct responsibility for the violence that's happening after their calls for violence. But so far, they are not being held accountable for inciting violence. That is what Christian privilege looks like. And it is to defend that kind of Christian privilege, that kind of violent Christian privilege, that they want more Christian nationalism. Now, I just mentioned Julie Green. Julie Green is, well, a really interesting character. She has been heavily involved in the Doug Mastriano for Governor campaign in Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano himself being an ardent Christian nationalist with Nazi ties, uh, affiliations to violent groups. And Julie Green has been involved in the Mastriano campaign at rallies, but also in videos. And um, she does these things called prophecies because she believes that she is a prophet of the Christian God and she is delivering uh, new revelations uh, that can be written down as new scriptures, like new books of the Christian Bible. Um, These words come right out of her mouth, but she believes that it it is the, um, the Christian God who is really doing the talking. And um, so, you know, Doug Mastriano did not do very well in his 2022 campaign to become governor of Pennsylvania. And a lot of other Christian nationalist candidates also did not do well. Um, so, after the election, it seemed for a little while, for a few days, that the story of Christian nationalist preacher Julie Green might have taken an unexpected turn, because if you looked at her website, um, you would see that it appeared that these prophecies from the Christian God all of a sudden stopped being posted around the time of the election. Something was really funny going on with that, because Julie Green had been getting prophecies 
from her God about the election of 2022 uh, rather frequently, um, about once a day, uh, many weeks. Um, But if you take a closer look at the videos that carry Julie Green's prophecies, you'll see that actually what she did was she just stopped publishing transcripts of her new prophecies. It was as if she wanted to keep on making the prophecies of her all-powerful God, but she wanted it to become something that just the insiders would know how to find. She wanted it to become more difficult for outsiders to discover exactly what she was saying, to realize the kind of violent extremism that she has been encouraging. And Julie Green has been encouraging things like the assassination of United States President Joe Biden. That's pretty serious. But, you know, the thing is, if you have a Christian God uh, who is supposed to be the all-powerful ruler of the universe and the only real God out there, and all others are fake, and um, if you are getting prophecies from that God, why would you stop just because an election didn't go your way? Why would you hide all of that light under a bushel, Julie Green? Well, okay, so she has begun retroactively publishing her prophecies that were around the time of the election. And that's an interesting phenomenon. And I want you to listen to one that was recorded on November 6th, but it it was um, only released on November 16th just within the last week. A removal that will make the world stand still. This is the first word from November 6th. For I, the Lord, this day am telling you, my children, you have entered in to the final phase of this war you have been in. The days have been long. The days have been hard. But my children, I have been in your midst raising you up to new levels in me. I've been waking up my body to fulfill what is needed in this time. I have told you before that everything Satan meant for harm, I am turning it into something good. My hand is about to be seen in this world and all will know that this world is mine. This world will know I am still the God over this earth. The world will know that I still deliver. I still save. I still avenge. Yes, this new phase will end all of what you see now. So my children, do not fear these days. Do not fear what you hear. Do not fear this because this is your enemy's end. Your enemies will fall before you. So do not be moved and do not quit now. My hand is stripping everything you see and removing all of those who have stood against me and stood against you. All right. Well, that was from November 6th, just two days before the 2022 elections. And Julie Green was predicting a whole lot of bold things there. Something that would happen, a removal that would make the world stand still. And... um. Actions that would let the um, 
the hand of the Christian God be seen so that everybody would know for sure that the world belongs to the Christian God, that the world is still um, being controlled by this Christian God, that um, the God is the God over the earth. No question after this that's going to happen, um, but nothing like that really happened, actually. Um, the prophecy says that the enemies of the Christian God and of the Christian nationalist followers of Julie Green, those enemies of Christian nationalism would fall. Uh, but that didn't really happen very much. Um, the uh, prophecy of Julie Green also talks about a God who is about to avenge, avenge the losses of Christians. And that's really ominous, given that it didn't come that long before this gay club shooting in Colorado Springs. Julie Green had a few other prophecies to make that same day. A shift, a change is about to be made. The Biden will be removed in a way never seen by man like this before. His removal will be great. His removal will be quick. A removal that will make the world stand still. The shot heard around the world. This phrase will be in your news because what is about to take place is nothing. There's nothing that has ever happened like this before to deliver a nation. My children, the United States of America will see a great surrender. Yes, I said a surrender. All right. Well, that was from November 6th, just two days before the 2022 elections. And Julie Green was predicting a whole lot of bold things there. Something that would happen a removal that would make the world stand still and um, actions that would let the, um, the hand of the Christian God be seen so that everybody would know for sure that the world belongs to the Christian God, that the world is still um, being controlled by this Christian God, that um, the God is the God over the earth. No question after this that's going to happen. Um, but nothing like that really happened, actually. Um, the prophecy says that the enemies of the Christian God and of the Christian nationalist followers of Julie Green, those enemies of Christian nationalism would fall. Uh, but that didn't really happen very much. Um, the uh, prophecy of Julie Green also talks about a God who is about to avenge, avenge the losses of Christians. And that's really ominous, given that it didn't come that long before this gay club shooting in Colorado Springs. Julie Green had a few other prophecies to make that same day. <laughs> 